Hi, you're listening to Sarah Carter, and this is my new podcast. I'm so excited to be here at Hillsdale uh, College at Kirby Center. It's it's a wonderful place to be in Washington, D.C., although it is gray and gloomy outside. Isn't it supposed to be summer? And that was Kid Rock, one of my favorite guys. I uh, actually had an opportunity to go with him on a USO tour years ago uh, to the Middle East and Afghanistan, and I think we were in Kosovo, too. He was insane, and he was great, and uh, I'm so happy to be here. Anyways, let's begin. I'm going to take you guys on a journey with me. I have spent my career from covering the U.S. border in Mexico uh, to war zones in Afghanistan and Pakistan to Iraq, and now you may know me for the past two years. I've been covering the Russia investigation, I've been so thankful for everyone's support and every bit of love that you've given me out there. It keeps me going. It's been a tough journey these last two and a half years. I know you've been watching my coverage on Hannity every night. I've got to give a shout out to Sean. None of this would have been possible actually without him. So I'm, I'm very excited to be able to bring the stories to you every night on Fox News with Sean Hannity. It's been quite a journey. And, you know, every day we're still getting more and more information on what's happening uh, in Russiagate, as everyone calls it, or the Mueller report and special counsel's uh, investigation. So right now what we're looking at is a big, big, big push by Congress uh, to continue investigating something that's already been debunked, which is the fact that President Trump's campaign which they accused him of uh, basically collaborating or a conspiracy with the Russians, uh, has now been pushed aside by the Mueller report, but certainly not pushed aside by Adam Schiff or anybody in Congress on the Democratic side. They're still moving forward with that, and we're still trying to get the truth out about what actually happened and the origination of the investigation. Well, that's why I want to continue talking to you, and I want to reach out to you on this new platform where you and I can both talk, where I won't be cut off by Sean Hannity, as some of you like to say. <laughs> always, always, I, we only have a few minutes on his show, so we try to get out as much information as possible, and Sean always gets the most information out on those shows, and I'm grateful for him for that. So we've got this, we've got the new podcast, and you can visit me as well on my website, at sarahacarter.com. That's sarahacarter.com. Don't forget the A. It'll take you to somebody else's website. I'm excited to bring you these investigations. You can also hear all the unique interviews with guests. I plan on having the most variety of guests. I'm not just an investigative reporter. I'm a mother. I'm a wife of a wounded war hero. And veterans issues mean so much to me. I care about what women in this country, conservative women, hey, even Democrat women, libertarian women, Green Party women, I want to hear your voices. I want to know what matters to you. But I especially care about military wives and the struggles we go through, as well as those that work in other government agencies that have to bear the burden of the continuous uh, wars that we're fighting against terror. Yes, I said it, terror. I know the BBC wants to remove that word from its mantra, but that's exactly what we were fighting. Terror. Terrorism. I can tell you this because my husband was blinded in Afghanistan in 2011 fighting terrorists. 
And so I will not stop saying that word and I will continue to report on those issues that affect our nation and our national security. But look, I want to talk to you about everything. I want to talk about schools and our children. I'm also the mother of uh, six beautiful kids. No, I did not have all of them. And I will wrap up this segment later with Amy Schumer and her um, birth of her child and how she decided to uh, reach out to other women and, and the world, basically. But but I am the I am the mother. Uh, I consider myself the mother of six children. Um, they're his, mine, and ours, and they're all amazing. So there's a lot more to me than what you see on TV every night. And it's important for me to get to know the audience and for the audience to get to know me. And that's what I want to do with this. I want to hear your stories. And I want to bring stories to you that you may not have heard. I want to take you on a journey, on a journey that I've been through over my career to so many parts of the world with the most amazing women and men. And I want to take those stories and make you feel them, make you believe you were there with me and give you something to think about something even beyond the Russia investigation. But let's just get started because there is so much happening in news today. Most importantly, uh, we now have the big announcement. I was able to break that story. I broke the story on SarahACarter.com about a Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, the former national security advisor for President Trump, who basically pleaded guilty to one count of lying to the FBI, which is controversial in itself. Because uh, apparently the FBI agents who interviewed him, which were, I think you all know the names now, um, but I'll say him again, FBI Special Agent Peter Strzok, big anti-Trumper, who he and his paramour, Lisa Page, uh, were having a tryst, an affair, and texting back and forth, by the way, on their government cell phones, information about their investigation into the Trump campaign in Russia, and had the big uh, statement about the insurance policy that they were going to take out just in case President Trump won the election. So Peter Strzok interviews Michael Flynn, along with a special agent by the name of Joe Pienka, at the White House in January 2017. This is after they've already basically unmasked his name in these telephone conversations that Flynn had had with former Russian ambassador Sergei Kislyak. So fast forward, they basically uh, start investigating General Flynn. He gets fired, apparently, for not telling the truth to Vice President Mike Pence. Uh, The special counsel launches a massive investigation. As we all know, he becomes a part of that investigation. He eventually pleads guilty to one count of lying. A lot of people suspect that the reason he pled guilty to that is because Andrew Weissman and Robert Mueller basically tied the screws uh, to General Flynn and threatened him with uh, involving his family, particularly his son, uh, Michael Flynn Jr. He was for a very short period a part of the transition team and that Flynn basically didn't want that to happen. So he, along with everything that he felt for the Trump campaign, because he had been a part of that for so long and really believed in President Trump, basically agreed to plead guilty. There was also an issue of finances. Flynn had apparently spent over $5 million with his defense, which was Covington and Burling. And they are mostly Democratic uh, 
legal firm here in Washington, D.C., big powerhouse. Robert Kellner and Stephen Anthony were his attorneys. So everybody was very frustrated. People who knew Flynn, I knew Flynn. I've known Flynn, and this is something people probably don't know, except for the people that are going to listen to this podcast. I knew Flynn when he was the J-2 at the Pentagon. He was the intelligence chief at the Pentagon. Um, I remember I was covering the U.S.-Mexico border, and I met him one day while I was down in this amazing building with corridors everywhere and mysterious rooms that we were never allowed to enter because they were so highly classified. And I ran into this uh, younger Michael Flynn, and he walked up to me and said, your stories on the border are spot on. They're great. Keep writing them. Continue to follow them through. And I thought, wow, this is the first time I've ever had somebody of this stature, you know, come up to me and actually say, and somebody who was actually covering intelligence say, what you're doing is amazing. And keep going. It gave me a lot of hope, you know, that there were people in the government actually paying attention to what was happening on the U.S.-Mexico border. So that's a little bit about Mike Flynn and, and, and me. I, you know, I stayed in touch with him throughout. I would always try to contact him every time I went to Afghanistan. I would reach out to him. I had been there, I think it was in 2010, 2011, when Mike Flynn was actually the head of intelligence then under Obama for the Afghan war. He was in Afghanistan. He was the kind of guy that would go where his troops were. He was never afraid uh, to speak his mind, and that's what did him in with President Obama because he was also not afraid to tell President Obama exactly how he felt about what was going on, especially with the war on terror and the fact that the Obama administration had created this narrative and I covered it for years, created this false narrative that Al-Qaeda was on the run and that there was no ISIS, that it was a JV team, and we all saw what happened after that, right? Well, there was one man in the Obama administration that wasn't afraid to tell the CIA and President Obama and even people within the Pentagon what he felt and what he knew, and he didn't want to lie to the American people, and that was Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. He is a true American hero, and he was really... He had served his country with pride for over 33 years and has a great family. And now we all see what has happened to him over the past few years and how his name was sullied in news articles all across the globe. It didn't matter that those articles are now debunked. Uh, The lies stuck. But he did something incredible, incredible this past week. Um, Last week, he fired Robert Kellner, his attorneys, that he had had from the beginning, and he hired, and we were able to break this on sarahcarter.com first, he hired Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell is a powerhouse. She is an amazing attorney. She was a former federal prosecutor. Now she's decided to take up the defense for Michael Flynn. There's going to be so much coming forward on this. I spoke with Sydney Powell yesterday. She told me that it's going to basically take over 90 days to review Flynn's file. It's that massive to review his file. So he's coming up for a sentencing hearing. Right now, what it sounds like to me is they're going to push that sentencing hearing because Sidney Powell, Sidney Powell has to go over this huge file. And I can't tell you guys, I have seen some of these files. Not, of course, not Michael Flynn's, but I've seen other files. And it is very detailed when you're going through FBI reports. And uh, by the way, just go to Judicial Watch. 
judicialwatch.com, you go on there, you can see these types of files. They're massive and partially redacted. I'm sure Sydney's won't be, but you could see how difficult it is to go through this. So it's going to take her about 90 days to go through his file. She did say that he will continue to cooperate with the government. But let me tell you a little bit about Sidney Powell before I move on to our next story. Sidney Powell actually assisted in a case that was connected to people inside special counsel Robert Mueller's um, probe. That would be his pit bull, Andrew Weissman. Andrew Weissman according to all the attorneys that I've spoken to that knew him in New York and had dealt with him in the Southern District of New York, he is an animal. He'll do anything to win. He will come after you and he will not let you go. That's why they call him the pit bull. And he de- and it's this is not a compliment, guys, by the way. This is not a compliment of Andrew Weissman. This is about a guy that is willing to threaten your family, willing to do everything it takes, withhold evidence from the courts. And he did that with the accounting firm, Arthur Anderson, when he headed the Enron task force. He did that. And this firm ended up shutting down 85,000 jobs across the globe, lost. Four people held in prison for a year. And guess what? In the end, Sidney Powell goes, she assists in a case that goes all the way up to the Supreme Court for Arthur Anderson, and in a unanimous vote by the Supreme Court, it is overturned because of the shenanigans of Andrew Weissman, because of his shenanigans, and because in all respects, according to Sidney Powell, and this is her statement, it's not mine, he should have been disbarred a long time ago. So now we just got to think about what the tactics were that they used there, right? That's what's important. Think about the tactics that took place during the Robert Mueller investigation into President Trump, this special counsel probe, where they found nothing, by the way, nothing, no conspiracy, no collusion, but they did destroy quite a few lives. And by the way, they took two and a half years of our uh, of our time, the American public. I, look, I don't think it's wasted time. Because what we've discovered is so much more. What we realize now is that people weaponize the intelligence system. They weaponized agencies, institutions that we had all of our faith in, that we trusted to go after somebody they did not want in office, somebody they despised, somebody they hated, and that was President Trump. This should not be happening in the United States of America. This only happens in places like Russia, This only happens in places like Pakistan, where I used to travel. And I remember thinking how much power their inter-services intelligence agency had, just like the CIA. I mean, so, but so much more powerful inside its country. That's why the CIA operates on foreign soil, not in the United States, John Brennan. Yeah, John Brennan, you know, I've called you out before. Every once in a while, I troll him. It's kind of like a fun pastime late at night when I see his crazy tweets very disappointing because I interviewed the gentleman, the director in uh, December 2016. Look, we've got so much to talk about. I really thought I wouldn't even be able to continue talking for this long. And I'm already at, what, 15 minutes and 34 seconds, Jenny? Is that where I'm at? So Jenny's sitting by me. Uh, she's my assistant. She's amazing. I just love her, Jenny Tear. But anyways, I am so excited to be here. I'm excited to be with you. I want to continue talking. But I'm going to start wrapping this up. 
Wow, listen to that. You know what? I didn't even get to Amy Schumer. But by the way, she was in her pregnancy underwear, walking around in a field in her bra. We can't even see her baby, but we can see her body. Guess what? We've got some James Bond music playing. This is Sarah Carter. I will be back next week, and we will investigate the investigators. We will tell the truth about the CIA. We will look deep into the bowels of the U.S. government, and we will be your watchdog. Guess why? Because we are taking back the story. Thank you for joining me today. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.